Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 5.08 oh, p.m. We, we got a late start time today, Eric, but it is currently 79 degrees on this fine Monday, November 5th. 79 here. degrees, you say? Yeah, 79. Just 10 points over. We're almost there. We're almost there. Almost there. Um, it's a nice November 5th evening here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I am your host, Brody Dryden, here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good evening, Wildcats. we got a lot to get to uh, coming up in this fine day in sports. Uh, we've got some U of A football, U of A basketballs uh, coming around the corner real close. NBA basketball is in full swing, and who knows what other shenanigans we might get up to. So without further ado, Brody, should we dive right in? Let's dive right in. Let's dive right into some Arizona football. Oh, you'll um, love to see it. You'll love to see it. We I actually beat the Colorado Buffs. Um, not expected. Not expected by either of us necessarily. Or ESPN. Or ESPN or really anybody. Or, you know, some people. You know, it wasn't a total um, um, upset or anything. But uh, U of A pulled off the win, 42-34. to 34. We were watching uh, from spec- – shout out to spectators. Shout out to spectators in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, I think they're our um, unpaid sponsor <laughs> of our video, our, uh, our show today. Um, yeah. Also great karaoke on yes, Friday and Saturday. Yes, great food, great drinks, great atmosphere. <laughs> Spectators. <laughs> great, great speaker system for uh, um, karaoke. Shout out to John Denver. Shout out to one. the, uh, but no shout outs to the rude uh, karaoke manager who oh, ro- yeah. roasted the heck out of you. He, re- he really did roast the heck out of me. I know I'm a tall person, yeah. but he was very short. I, I wish I, <laughs> I, if you're listening out there, you short man, <laughs> I, w- I, I wish I, I wish I would have called you a midget or some, <laughs> some, something like that. Because yeah, just for a little context, uh, we were, we had, we sang a power ballad of John Denver's famous country road. Yeah. Um, and take we, me home. Take me home country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you get the gist. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what we're talking about. And so we finished the song. Lovely though. The, the bar is going crazy. We're getting claps. Yeah. Everyone is supporting us. And almost a standing ovation. Almost, almost a standing o. You know when you're like awkwardly trying to stand or sit? That yeah, was like yeah. what it was. But uh, we were going to give the mics back. I gave my mic back to this guy who was a shorter gentleman. Um, and Brody's looking around. You know, he's kind of wearing a dark shirt. It was dark in there. I couldn't really see. Uh, and the guy literally in the mic. I, I was a little flustered. We just gave a, a bombshell of a performance. You know, yeah, no, I, like, the, the crowd was raving <laughs> and ranting about us. I, I was taking it all in. You know, I, my constant concentration wasn't 100% on getting the mic back to this guy. I was kind of, I was just looking around, honestly, kind of like a fool, but also <laughs> the guy didn't have to be a total uh, jerk jerk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And so the guy in the microphone in front of all the fans that we uh, had just accumulated says, down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, down here. And I said, hey. I'm sorry that you. I'm sorry that you weren't blessed with a couple more inches of height, you midget. Oh, but I, in my head, I said that. I, in real life, I just looked down and handed him the microphone. But he didn't even have. To, he didn't have to say in the mic like that. Yeah, you know, was, he, he let rude. the whole bar hear it. They all they all started laughing at him. Like this guy isn't a comedian. He's in, he's making like three bucks and throwing on this karaoke night in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So you know, screw you. Yeah. But but all right. Anyways, love spectators, not the staff. Yeah. Yeah. Not 
not the staff. Uh, well, our waiter was a kind guy, but yeah. it was just the karaoke guy. But back to football. That's oh, yeah, what, that's that, was just, that, that was just the setting uh, we were in. Um, but, you know, we watched half there, half in the hotel room. Uh, great, great atmosphere. Wish we could have been there for the home game. Uh, you could tell it was a great atmosphere there. Allegiance uh, got some airtime on, on um, national, at, TV. Not national TV, which was awesome. Try for the tie. Um, but, yeah, Khalil Tate, five touchdowns, only one interception. Oh, you love on, to see it. You love to see it. Only five incomplete passes on 22 throws. Um, 350 yards. He Khalil Tate is back, folks. I, he uh, is he, back. He, not, everyone thought, you know, he'd ne- he'd never be back. You know, it was just a little nagging ankle injury. But Khalil Tate is back, and um, I say, n- way too early Heisman prediction: Khalil Tate next year. Oh, that is <laughs> so. We were saying this time last year, but let's. Uh, we'll give you the quick little recap. Here, folks, so as you know, U of A copped the nice little dub, 42-34 over Colorado in what honestly was a very good game back and forth. Um, It started off looking all Colorado. I believe they were up 10-0 early, and me and Brody gave each other a look that said, it's over, we're done for. As you, If you recall, um, we were like, our bowl chances hinged completely on yep. this Colorado game because folks for those who don't know we have wa- we have a bye this upcoming week yep. but then we have Washington State number 10th in the country mm-hmm. at Washington State so a very tough game and Arizona State for as much as I don't like to give them credit are having a decent season and kind of similar to us and won't yeah exactly and won't yeah. be a total cakewalk yeah. <laughs> so I was like okay we were um and also you typically need about six wins to get a bowl so we were looking not so great at four and five we were like oh we really need this Colorado game because otherwise if we lose to get a bowl we need to win out yeah very unlikely so Arizona winning this game puts us at five and five overall yep puts us tied for first in the Pac-12 South. With who would have thought? Uh, would, like two weeks ago, who would have thought that the University of Arizona would be tied for first place mm-hmm. in their division of the Pac-12? It That's is, absolutely it, bonkers it is. to me. It is tough, though, because we have also lost to Utah and USC. Yeah. So we have no tiebreakers But the thing whatsoever. is, if they each lose <laughs> one one of the last two games and we went out which is which is like you know very, like a little unlikely but mm. it's possible you it know? is it it's is. not one of those 100% out of the question things it's a, yeah. one of those very unlikely things but it's still I, I'd say it's still very much a possibility I would I would agree with that so basically this last little stretch Arizona has been on the last two wins beating Oregon mm-hmm. great win beating Colorado again an upset mm-hmm. good win has kind of given us some momentum and put us back in this conversation yeah uh because, you know, we were really looking bleak, folks, after using the Utah and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we beat UCLA, that one-point loss where we'd be right now. We'd be chilling. Yeah, we would be straight chilling. Because USC, um, I don't know if you – their last game of the season uh, against their rival, Notre Dame, who's number four in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd say that's um, – you can chalk that up as a loss. I know rivalry games kind of records go out the window, but that's Notre Dame this year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I'd say USC is at least going to lose that one. And Utah's got Oregon coming up, who obviously we beat, but that that's not a tough. That's yeah, uh, that's a or, tough game. Or that is a tough game for for Utah. So I say we definitely have a chance to go grab that first. But yeah, it's one of the a very regretful um, feeling right now. You know, looking at some of those uh, games we had earlier. I mean, Utah. Uh, didn't they just lose to ASU? Yes, they did on Saturday, mm-hmm. and you know that UCLA game. Like these are teams. If we, if we were just in this form that we're in right now, we, yeah. we totally would have gotten it. And so, just to give you a quick update of sort of how the game went, Colorado in the first quarter up ten zero. 
was not oh. looking good for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Coming back, uh, the second quarter was an absolute shootout. Arizona putting up 26 points to Colorado's 14. So at the half, it was 26-24. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, not a lot of defense being played, but a whole lot of offense. Oh, yeah. But then Colorado coming back, leading in the third quarter, 10-9. to nine, mm-hmm. And then Arizona coming through with uh, shutting them out in the fourth quarter and us scoring a touchdown. Great win for the Wildcats in a mm-hmm. tough, tough game. Hopefully this momentum now and, like, realizing what's on the line mm-hmm. um, will push us through at Pullman. But I honest, being realistic, Brody, even though we're diehard U of A fans, yeah. what are you thinking about that matchup? I, I, give, I give Washington State the 59% chance to win. What is it that the ESPN gives it? <laughs> ESPN is not so kind. ESPN <laughs> is saying, and again, Washington State, number eight in the country, uh, at home at Washington State, gives Washington State the 77.8% chance to win. You know, that's a very ESPN thing to do. It is. So, it really is. you know, it's kind of typical. I, I want to say that us having this bye week um, this Saturday is really going to help us. Absolutely. Because, you know, as much as I want to say um, momentum from, mm-hmm. you know, these past couple wins would carry us uh, to yet another one in Washington State, I think it's good for our men- like our team's mental health. Yeah. And, you know, overall, like, physical, just, like, take a week. It's going to – you need a lot. If you want a big game to prepare yeah. for, it's Washington State, which, which this wouldn't have been easy to um, – you know, before the season scheduling this, they weren't even ranked. No, they so, weren't. So it's not like they thought ahead on this. We got lucky that we got a, a good break before we play Washington State. Absolutely. So I, I'm giving Washington State probably going to win the 59% chance, but do not count Arizona out yeah. so easily. I'm just going to say this has the makings of, a, of an Arizona upset win. It does. Like a lot of the Arizona upset wins are like, bad conditions like you know we're going into washington in uh mid-november it's gonna be Mm -hmm. cold you know those pullman fans ain't got nothing else to do up there so they're gonna go to the game um (laughs) and so all the odds are stacked up against arizona but many times as i've in my 20 years of life uh here at the u of a in tucson u of a always seems you know i'm gonna be really disappointed if we lost but hot take maybe not so much but hot take i'm giving u of a the field goal win Ooh. I'm saying they win by three points. I don't know in overtime or in the game, but I'm saying a three-point uh, win on the leg of Josh Pollock. Oh, not, you're not giving it to Havershick? I'm you're, not, giving, I'm you're giving putting, it to Pollock? Putting the ball in Pollock's hands. Okay, or, foot, or on his, on his, on his foot. foot. Yeah, I, score-wise, I'm, I'm going to give Washington State the win, and mm-hmm. um, I definitely appreciate and uh, mostly agree with your analysis, but I'm putting in more realistic uh, terms in my head, I'm going to give um, – I'm going to give Washington State a six-point a six point. win. And yeah. I, I say the last play of the game is going to be a Hail Mary from Khalil Tate, and his arm's going to be too weak to get it to the, even to the touch. And we're going to be too far. We're going to be too far. It's yeah, great. I mean, it's gonna, Khalil gonna, Tate's gonna, got a cannon. He though. does have a cannon, but we're just going to be, like, way too far yeah. away. So that, that's my prediction for how it's going to turn out. All right. Well, I could it really be, just to give some uh, – we'll let you decide. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback matchup, Khalil Tate versus um, – I don't know what his first name is, but Minshew, he's got this rockin' mustache. I will mm-hmm. say it's pretty dope. That's like his call. Khalil Tate's season, uh, he's had 131, I mean, he's had 1,954 yards, 19 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. This Good guy, God. Remember, Khalil Tate did miss a game and really has not been himself, but uh, Minshew, he has had 3,517 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. So he, he's having the better season, undeniably, but, you know, mm-hmm. Factoring in, I think Washington State is having an unbelievable season. Yeah. But here's where Arizona does have the advantage. J.J. Taylor is absolutely 
dominant over there, running back uh, Williams, who only has 86 carries, 377 yards, and only eight touchdowns. Where Taylor, 207 carries, so a lot more carries, but 1,221 yards and six six touchdowns. Taylor's having a 1,000-yard season. That's fantastic. Yeah, J.J. Taylor has really, you know, he started off real rough. Or Mm. I don't know, he started off pretty good, actually. He had that big dip. Um, in the you know next few games, but he has really uh, been running the ball well, and I, I I see him making an impact. It seems like the uh, the Williams kid on uh, Washington State might be more of like a power back. Yeah, you know, might might be just uh, crashing it into the end zone once they um, get to the goal line. Not not as much like a JJ Taylor. Um, type, but it really makes me kind of sad about JJ Taylor. He's so small. I, don't, I just don't see a future um, with him in the NFL. Mm. Um, yeah, he, you know, he doesn't have the size for yeah. it. Uh, but he is a great college back. Absolutely. And, and is he? He's a senior. Correct? I believe he's up there. I just yeah. knew the one, the thing that really got to me that proved to me that like JJ Taylor mm-hmm. wouldn't be an NFL back. I was at that UCLA UCLA game when he got he literally had that breakout run, but mm-hmm. when he got caught from behind, yeah, you just don't see that in it. And like a back who's NFL, like Kadeem never got caught from behind, yeah. Um, and like you know Melvin Ingram, you know Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. Saquon, you know, these are great backs, but still even like lesser known backs like Jay Ajayi, he never yeah. got caught from behind, yeah. And so it's just things like that where it's like if you can't outrun college players, you know we're mm-hmm. still fast, mm-hmm. uh, you really don't have a shot in the pros who where everyone's running like. A four or five, really nowadays. Yeah. So JJ Taylor, we love you. Just you know, stay in school. Focus, yeah, focus yeah. up on these classes. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I could not agree more. Yeah, with that. Why don't we go a little bit more big picture, Brody? Okay. So we have two games left in the season. Mm-hmm. We have Washington State. We have ASU. Yeah. We have one game we need to get to a bowl, be bowl eligible, and bowl eligible me- eligible means like you're gonna get a bowl. Yeah, especially as a Pac-12 school, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna get a bowl. It might, it might be the um, dumpster fire yeah, it bowl, could be the waste management bowl, but yeah, in um, Blythe, California. Yeah. But you know, we'll, we'll make a bowl. Absolutely. So I mean, f- uh, the Quiznos Bowl the in Quiz- Blythe, oh, California. That would be I, I would make a trip. I to, would go uh, to. The, oh, I would go to that. Yeah. Bowl. <laughs> We would, we would be the two most enthusiastic fans. La Casita Dos. <laughs> yeah, La Casita Dos. They would, have have in the, they would have the bowl game in the parking lot behind <laughs> La Casita Dos because I think that's the, the best. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think there's yeah. even a local high school field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, one game. One game to be bowl eligible, Washington State ASU. Let's play, well, worst case scenario, we, we lose out uh Five and seven, we don't make a bowl. Mm-hmm. No team's making a bowl five. You can't have a losing record and make a bowl. It has happened before. Yeah. But it, it's very uncommon, and I doubt from the Pac-12. Normally, yeah. they take those teams that like haven't made it forever. Yeah, you know, It's like exactly. smaller schools that actually accept the bowl bids. Exactly. And so that's worst case. Best case, mm-hmm. we win out. And then what do you think? Seven and five with a win over an eighth-ranked Washington State? Where do you think that could put us? Um, yeah, we'll see if Washington State stays ranked. I think they got a game against Cal, so they'll, they'll probably well, stay. Well, they beat they'll... Cal. Oh, wait. I, that was his last okay, weekend. Okay, because they still, they still play this. Oh, or against um, Colorado. Excuse yeah. me. Um, so we'll see. Colorado, it's at Colorado. That's not going to be the easiest thing. So mm-hmm. assuming they stay ranked. Well, they'll stay ranked. Just maybe or, not or, eight. Or, I mean eight, yeah. yeah. Assuming they stay eight, I, I say... I don't know. I, I feel like uh, coming from the Pac-12, ending so strongly. Yeah, with ending with four wins. Yeah, saying yeah. we don't make the Rose Bowl. I say we still get like a pretty respectable bowl, like maybe yeah. a Holiday Bowl again. Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah, I, c- I could see that. Like I don't, the one under the Rose Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ex- exactly. But, um, yeah, it may, a six 
uh, a six win, I say we, or it's more like a poinsettia or a, yeah. um, Las Vegas. I think it does matter where that six win comes, though. Yeah, that is Because I think true. if it comes Washington State and then we lose to Arizona State, I'd say that uh, hurts us more than really? us losing to Washington. Because that's a game we're supposed to lose, Washington State. Yeah. And then beating Arizona State, then I'm like, okay, they did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. I'd say beating Washington State, so much momentum, and then let your rival come into your house on Thanksgiving yeah. and beat you, I, I think that right. hurts you more. Yeah. That would, that would confuse the bowl selection. Exactly. <laughs> so I think yeah. really, you know, we know best case, we know worst case. Yeah. 7-5, seven, 5-7. Five, five and seven. Yeah. It's really how I think those wins play out, though, that mm-hmm. if, you know, we are bowl eligible, that will really could put us in a different uh, level, you know. So yeah. really interesting to see. But let's just be so grateful. I, I remember we started off with such high expectations, and we literally hit the dumps, like, right around yeah. when we were, like, oh, sheesh, when we were 0-2 to BYU and then, like, 2-3 and to USC. Like, you know, this whole yeah. this, uh, little optimism and then straight depression. So yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, just yeah. to be in this position where we really do control our own destiny, mm-hmm. uh, if we could end the season 7-5, and five, like um, – Let's not forget how bad U of A football used to be, where seven and five was like unheard re- of. Rejoicing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think you know we just need to temper the expectations. I think we just got a little too big for our britches this season. Yeah, yeah. and I, I want to uh, give one quick shout out. If anybody out there wants oh, to yeah. uh, call into the show, join the conversation um, on Arizona football or anything else we talk about for the rest of the day. We already, or I guess we started late, but yeah, we are twenty five minutes into um, the broadcast. But uh, if you want to call in, our number here at Camp Student Radio is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. If you want to join uh, the conversation, that's five two zero six two one five eight zero six, and we will put you. On the line, uh, but is that about it for Arizona football? Do I you think, think so. Yeah, well, Wildcat fans, just be crossing your fingers, you know. And uh, even though we uh, have ASU on Thanksgiving weekend, I know a lot of y'all are going home, and you know I can't blame you. But if you aren't going home, or you know you're from the Phoenix area, the mm. Tucson area, let's show out for this game, guys. You know, really, yeah. really be good to get the support there, red and blue. Uh, and you know, you already know the Tucson fans will be coming out. Like, oh yeah, uh, I'm excited be, for the atmosphere. Oh really? It's like, gonna be wild. Friday, Friday after Thanksgiving, like that's that place is gonna be rocking. I'm yeah. hoping. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think we've had anything like this. Mm-mm. In a while. The last time I can remember is when Alex and Dejas choked and we lost to them here. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a great atmosphere regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just hope. I, I'm a little worried about the student section, though. I don't know I if those, it. Like, I, I don't know who handles that type of thing, but with the whole, um, you know, having to reserve your ticket, I, yeah. I, I predict a lot of um, students showing up not knowing they had to reserve their yeah. ticket. And um, there's going to be a little bit of a snafu. But I hope it's a gr- I know yeah. it's going to be a great atmosphere other than that. Um, yeah. Great game. Right before we wrap up, I mm-hmm. am excited for the appetizer to this game, though. The oh. annual St. Andrews uh, Turkey oh, Bowl I, at uh, Riverfront Park. G- give me a prediction. How many touchdowns were you throwing, Eric? Oh, well, for those of you who don't know, my uh, my senior year of high school, I went off throwing seven touchdowns to four of them being to Grant Finch, two of them being to Gabe Elder, one of them being to the one and only Ethan Wong. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad how well I remember these yeah, turkey, yeah, yeah. turkey the, bowl games. Yeah, that's how you know you peaked. <laughs> when, uh, well, in a, in a you're right. Player, yeah. But last year... Going in as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, a heavy set slot receiver, <laughs> making quite the moves. I think scoring five touchdowns, throwing for one. Uh, I think we're. I'm predicting. I am predicting a Khalil Tate s performance. Okay. Of three throwing, two running, 
One of those will be to you in the end zone, back oh. corner fade. Okay. <laughs> Calling my shot right now. All right, we'll see. I, I, I normally don't score in those type <laughs> of games. I normally just walk up and down the field and um, talk to all the church moms. But <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And people, bro, do you got taller? No. I'm, no, no. I'm, I, you just haven't seen me for a few months. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's all. God, Cheryl. <laughs> all right. Um, but so, Julie Wagner, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. All right, so let's move on to um, – more, I know, I know you hate hearing it, um, Eric, but there is more Sean Miller oh, drama. In, trying to kill me. Yeah, of course, um, all, all mainly ESPN articles. Uh, but here, you know, last week um, there was uh, kind of some confusion with a meeting with uh, that Sean Miller had with Bobby Robbins, our oh-so-loved president here at the University of Arizona, um, and the Board of Regents, the Arizona Board of Regents. Um, you know, people were saying, oh, is he, is, are they going to discuss, like, firing him, um, stuff like that? Is this, like, a super serious thing? And Sean Miller went out um, at a press conference and said, no, this is, like, a, a normal thing. Like, you know, it's just, you know, usual business. Nothing to worry about here. All right. But then, you know, reports surfaced that they did talk about a lot about Sean Miller's yeah. job at that meeting. Um, so that was kind of um, fake news from uh, yeah. Sean Miller. And but despite them discussing it, uh, Board of Regents member Bill Ridenour, um told um, the Phoenix newspaper, the Arizona Republic, that Sean Miller, Sean Miller's job was not in jeopardy. And the board's chair um, refuted those claims. He said, uh, Ron Schutman, the chair of um, the Arizona Board of Regents. Dang uh, it, Ron. Yeah, dang it, Ron. He said, uh, we never made a statement to that effect. So uh. he's like, don't go out there saying stuff, Bill, because we might fire Sean Miller. So, um, Eric, what do you think about that? Where, where are your where Well, are your it hurts my heart. You know, uh-huh. we're, we're building up this recruiting class. What do we have? Like the, we have number top, two. Number two I right now, number yeah. Two, yeah. With the latest recruit. Yeah, I mean, and we have such a good class. And, you know, as much as I, I want to believe these kids are loyal to U of A, you know, they're trying to make it to the pros. I can't yeah. fault them. Yeah, more and more of this news just keeps – I honestly think ESPN baits us. They're like, oh, let's rank Arizona high in the recruiting yeah. class. Yeah. Pow! Yeah. News about Sean Miller. Yeah, build them up just to knock them down. Seriously. So it hurts, but I, I just want it to be over. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Don't we all? I'm like I'm like a six on prom night. I'm just <laughs> tired and sad oh, and lonely. I want my man, Sean Miller, <laughs> to be <laughs> point Eric. Um, but, you know, that's a big thumbs down. Down just to ESPN in general for really kind of giving us the the girth. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is unfortunate um, that Sean Miller's, but you know, it is what it is, and um, you know, like you always say, let it be, let, let it, it be. be. If it maybe just, just let, let it be, be. <laughs> so won't you ride? Yes, it really stinks, but um, I I just hope. You know, if if they find out Sean Miller was lying this whole time, I know there's a lot of more connections um, being made. That that's just gonna make me feel um, so betrayed. Yeah. You know that it, that would just suck so bad. I, I I just wish this whole process was more transparent. Because, yeah. You know, you hear uh, you know rumors about behind closed doors meetings that you know surface into newspapers and people go wild with. Um, you know, assuming things. I, I just wish the whole thing. I you you have to understand. You, you know, it's, it's like yeah. an FBI investigation, so you have to keep it somewhat secretive. But um, you're right. I, 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 and it, it seems weird. It seemed like it did die down, like you said. It really did over the summer. It really died down, and then 
oh, the basketball season's starting up again, so boom, we're going mm-hmm. like more investigating a little bit more. And it, it was a scary game. It you was. know, I don't know if these distractions had anything to do with it, um, but it was just an exhibition match, so it wouldn't have even uh, counted towards our um, you know regular season schedule or anything. But I think we're within two points uh, halftime against Chaminade. Yeah, um, I heard Chase Jeter was not playing well, so Marlon McElroy, you need to step it up. Yeah, for real. Chase Jeter um, was blowing chunks all game. And What are you doing, Marlo? What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? But uh, actually, Robbie Leonio, our <laughs> general general manager here at uh, Campston Radio, um, I saw he one of his classmates plays at Chaminade, and he was uh, calling the game for Camp Radio. Uh, which was really cool. Good um, for him. But good, yeah. yeah, good for him. But yeah, we have only won. You, you know, we beat Western New Mexico. You know, it looks like a middle school team, ninety-five to forty-four. And yeah. we're like, okay, yeah, this is the University of Arizona basketball program. We come to expect. Then we go against Chaminade, and we only beat them by eleven after being really close the whole mm. game. Um, so we, we need to get it together. We play Houston Baptist, which I can only guess is a, a slight step up from mm-hmm. Chaminade. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of a, a cakewalk until the, the Maui Gym, Maui Invitational. Um, that so, Alabama game will be a good one, though. Alabama always seems to be a good game. Yeah. I, I, at, at Alabama. At Alabama after the uh, Maui Invitational. And then at Connecticut is going to be pretty wild. Yeah, after losing Colin Sexton, I don't know how good Alabama is expected to yeah, be Yeah, but Avery year. Johnson, you know, great coach. Yeah. Is he really, though? I mean, he won NBA Coach of the Year. Really? Yeah. Uh, when he was on the Mavericks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, um, yeah, so I guess that's about it for uh, Sean Miller drum. Any last thoughts on that, Eric? This is a hot take, and it's a take I'm not proud to make. But in my gut, I kind of, I, I, it feels like he might have done it. Oh, like it feels like <laughs> that's a hot take. Hot take. Like, good lord, we Eric. need a sound effect when I yeah, we, a hot we, take. we need to get a soundboard yeah. with like uh, the cracking the whip and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And but it, it like I don't know, man. Like all horn. this, if I feel like if he really didn't do it, this would be over by now. But it kind of seems like, bro, it feels like he's just buying his time. Like, I think as much as I don't want to say it, it, I'm getting more and more of a feeling that he actually did it. And he's just trying to, like, keep stalling the horses, maybe try to get a season or two left out before he he gets canned or, or something, you know, yeah. whatever happens. And so that's making me kind of nervous. Yeah. Because if he didn't do it, I feel like it would have been, you know— over with, or it sucks that his name is even being thrown around in this. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to say I agree because I don't. I, I'm going to still uh, stand on the side of not guilty because you know, guilty until proven innocent. We are in America, but like ooh, innocent until proven guilty. Did I just say it reverse? Yeah. Uh, man, I've been on Twitter too much. <laughs> All right, point Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, point me oh. for roasting Twitter. Um, but yeah, I say, I say he's still not guilty because like. Obviously, Book um, had his stuff, and he's they're connected. But I, I say it was more Book's doing than yeah. uh, Sean Sean Miller. I'm gonna be crushed though. Hmm. For like, I'm a, I'm gonna oh, be yeah. pissed at Sean Miller if it turns out he did know and threw Book under the bus. Cause like I personally know the Richardson family, and that like sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I'd say I hmm, I I feel like if it was just mm-hmm. Richardson. And Sean Miller knew nothing about it. There, there would still, you know, they leave. There are so many connections. They're literally like partners in crime, <laughs> but yeah. not in crime, but like partners in um, in their workplace. That mm-hmm. like, there's got to be connections there somewhere. Yeah. But it doesn't mean Sean Miller necessarily like knew anything was happening. I guess it just. I, I it don't just think sucks. Sean Miller. Like, threw I think under, this is so dumb. Like 
you have men, grown men in jail over college basketball. Yeah. I they were saying he's going to serve like a long time. Like that's and, so dumb. Yeah. Like I, he didn't kill a man, he didn't steal. Yeah. He literally tried to make a college basketball program better. Yeah. Like I mean, show me in the long run where some like maybe people lose some like I don't even know. Like show me in the long run where this is really hurting people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree and, like, with that. And like I don't think the punishment fits the crime. Like you're sending a man to jail? Yeah. For Giving some money to a kid to play basketball. Yeah, I totally agree with that. that I think that's it's, dumb. I it's think maybe total baloney. he gets fired. He's not allowed to coach again. That'd be a punishment fitting the crime. Jail, like that's awful. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it would be appropriate to just be under like the NCAA. You yeah, know, let the NCAA um, give him punishment, but ban him for life from yeah. NCAA. This sounds like something you might have experience with, like one organization having an issue with someone. <sighs> But then another organization coming in and ruining that person's life, it just, it yeah. just seems totally unfair. It, it, totally unfair. Yeah. Um, how could how could Spurs, I mean, uh, the, the, the the federal government do this? <laughs> Awful. Awful. Terrible. Um, but, yeah, we should move on from uh, the Sean Miller drama. I guess we can just dive into a little bit um, of NFL news this week. The Rams, the uh, Los Angeles Rams, previously the last undefeated uh, team in the NFL, uh, they were brought down by Drew Brees and the New Orleans. Oh, Drew Brees brought them to their knees. <laughs> he sure did, and um, they were not ready for it. They were not. It was a not an all. It wasn't a blowout though. Jared Goss had a great game. Yeah. Uh, gave me twenty nine fantasy points over you. By the way, folks, I still uh, have two players left to play against uh, Brody Dryden. And you want to know Lord. what the score is, folks? With two players left to play on my team, none left to play on Brody's. I am cracking the whip at one hundred twenty two point one points. To eighty one point nine, you but know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just had an off week. You know, well, I mean, look at your record. You know, you, 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 you've had a terrible season. I don't know, man. I'm four and five now. Well, yeah, it's still, still not, not a winning record. I, I have a winning record, so I, I'd say my team's still better than yours. We just had an off week. I think I had literally like six players on a bye week. Which are like don't all, hit the player, hit the game. Which were like all the um, I guess that, that's a fair argument, but um, you know if it was if it was last week, I would have uh, blown you out. Um, but yeah, it, it was too bad. But yeah, back to the Rams and Saints. Jared Goff did have an all right game, uh, three touchdowns, twelve incompletions, only one interception. Drew Brees had four touchdowns. Um, no interceptions, which was really nice. He, I, I don't know if you saw Michael Thomas um, scored a touchdown. It was a pretty, it was a long um, throw from Drew Brees. He paid homage to Joe Horn, the legendary New Orleans Saints really? re- receiver, and um, he went and pulled from the uh, the field goal post. He hid like under the pad a flip phone. There's this iconic celebration. I'm not sure if you remember. I don't. Um, it was like in the early. No, mid like two thousands or so, Joe Horn went and pulled a, uh, a flip phone out and uh, just like started talking on it as like this like cool celebration, whatever. And um, did my, you, Michael did Joe Horn pass away or something? No, uh, Michael Thomas passed him for most um, re- receiving yards oh. in, in in Saints history, I think. Or okay, in, or in a season, or yeah, something. in yeah. a season or something. So um, you know, it was just like this next next touchdown celebration. That's what he wanted to do. That's nice uh, to pay homage. So that was really cool. Good homage, good homage. Yeah, for really cool. So anything else? Bears absolutely blew out the Bills. Mitch Trubisky is looking like a stud um, this year, or I guess only one touchdown. But um, but still, it's like it's a team game. So yeah. I want to talk about the Bucks, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's with, weird with Ryan Fitzpatrick not 
doing the most. Who knows? I don't know what the solution is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say it's just a fluke for Jameis. I really do. Uh, he's got a lot of potential still, still young, but, mm-hmm. man, like, what? Yeah, you. Do, I, I feel like at this point in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, rebuilding, you'd be expecting them to at least be competing for a playoff mm-hmm. um, spot. But they are 3-5 and five right now, really not looking too hot. To be fair, they are in a very tough division with them, mm-hmm. the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose. But, you know, they've just been, like, so low, been trying to rebuild for, yeah. like, I feel like it's been 10 years now. So um, it's just I, I just expected them at this point to be a little bit better. Yeah, so I don't know what the solution is. What other what – other, um, those are some summaries. Let's talk about some predictions. Oh, yeah, um, oh, well, one last one to close out. The, the Packers beating oh, the Patriots – or no. The Patriots beat the Sorry, Packers. the Patriots beating the Packers rather convincingly, even without – the play of Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Rob Gronkowski. I think he's he's in a big drought for um, touchdowns. He hasn't gotten a receiving touchdown in um, you know closer to ten games um, than none. So like I I'd say you know that I, I, Tom Brady um, didn't get me too many points on my fantasy team. Julian Edelman actually had that thirty-seven yard mm. uh, pass, which was really cool. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady didn't even come out to to play our. They got a lot done. Um, rushing with James White and Cordell Patterson. Um, but, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I expected it to be a little bit of a closer game, especially towards the end. Everyone's been saying Aaron Rodgers is the go. I think you kind of won that argument against mm-hmm. me, correct, saying Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. But it is a team game um, at the end of the day. He kind of had a better game than Tom Brady mm-hmm. uh, with two touchdowns. Um, but yeah, that was definitely an interesting game. So yeah, let's uh, let's cover on some, some predictions now. Uh, okay. First prediction: Panthers Steelers. Ooh, this one's this Panthers one. are a six and two record. Kind of quietly, we're not talking a lot about the Panthers, but six and two, very respectable. Yeah, very respectable. And I I'd say I I'd, I'd give it to the Panthers because yeah. the, all all the Steelers drama. Antonio Brown has still been balling out, even though yeah. there's been a little bit of controversy with him. I don't know if you saw, but um, Le'Veon Bell tweeted, "Farewell Miami." which is where he's been, like, holding up. You mm-hmm. know, that's where his, like, summer home is. Yeah. Because, you know, he's not going to be actually in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, he tweeted, <clears throat> farewell Miami. So, um, you know, people are saying, well, does that mean where is he going? Like, to Pittsburgh? To Why do pro athletes have to be like, why can't they say I'm coming to Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it was definitely just one of those <clears throat> cryptic things. But, yeah, I'd give Pan- the Panthers the win yeah. by, like, two even though it's a, Even though it's in Pittsburgh? Yeah. The, yeah, the Panthers are rolling right now. Just All on, right. Yeah. This is a good one now. The Jacksonville Jaguars three and five. My Indianapolis Colts three and five. Home at Indianapolis. Come, both the teams are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, just because obviously Colts win. The Jaguars <laughs> we thought were gonna be so hot, and you know it's unfortunate because I have the Jaguars D on my fantasy, mm-hmm. but I'm not playing them unless the Titans are on a bye. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give. I'm not going to give it to the Colts. Oh. Yeah, they're butt cheeks. Whoa! But, and I, I know the Jaguars have had Andrew a Luck is having a comeback player of the year type season. Darius Leonard, I saw a thing on ESPN. He's right now the midseason favorite to win defensive rookie of the year. Really? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he did just win at UA. You've been bragging to him. But those are two players on a very incomplete Indianapolis Colts squad. But I'd say the Jaguars, Leonard Fournette's coming back for this game. Um, oh, off shoot. injury. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Yep, he sure is. So I say Leonard Fournette, he's got some fire. Him. He wants to get the Jacksonville Jaguars to win out and um, you know make, make get a playoff spot, something like that. Well, I, I say Leonard Fournette is uh, going to have a career game. Leonard Fournette has never met a player like Darius Leonard. 
rolling in that middle linebacker spot. I'm saying Darius, uh, Dar- what was it? Darius Leonard bottles up Leonard Fournette. It's a lot of Leonards in there. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> bottles him up, makes him a no factor. Blake Bortles will crap the bed. Colts win. Uh, Lions, Bears, who cares? Saints, Bengals, <laughs> Saints are going to win. Falcons, Browns. Now, no. Browns, no coach. Hugh Jackson's out of there. Falcons, though, 4-4 four and four away at home uh, to the Browns, 2-6-1. and six and one. I hate ties. 2-6-1. and six and one. The Browns, I'm going to say hot take, Browns beat the Falcons. I've got to say, Baker and my other uh, fantasy league that I promise I'm much more successful in, um, I am absolutely smacking the heck out of Sam Smith. I know you're not listening, but you suck. Uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield uh, was my um, – He's my backup quarterback in this league, and he got me 17.9 points. I okay. say, yeah, I say he's gonna he's gonna beat the Falcons. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Hot All right. take. Hot pa- take. Pats, Titans, easy Pats win. Chiefs, Cardinals, Mahomes is gonna shred them. Bills, Jets. Now let's talk about this. Bills, two, two, two and seven. Jets, three and six. The, yeah, a battle of um, trashy rookies. Is well, Josh Allen? I don't even, I don't even know if Josh Allen's back. I mean, he's a bit upgraded day to day, so it's kind of like a. So maybe know, could that be could be kind of a fun game just to see two rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, I give it. To it. Darnold's. I, I Darnold's a stud. I say he, he is. Uh, he yeah, is. the Jets are going to win that one. And even though the Jets haven't had a great season, like I think you stick with Todd Bowles. I think you see the potential in Darnold. I don't really. like him. Really? You think yeah. he's a bust? Uh, well, Darnold? Yeah. No, 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 no. Their their coach. Oh, Todd Bowles. Yeah, I don't I don't like the Jets coach. I think he I don't like how quiet he is. You know, he just sits there. Doesn't but, he's not, I, I love. But so I love, does Belichick. Well, but he's Belichick. The, I I like I mean with a team that's like so bad. I and I don't know. Belichick has his moments. You know, he, yeah. he can he can get up. The, he does not get animated that's, whatsoever. That's no matter true. how bad his team. Gets and um, I haven't seen much improvement out of New York under him. So. That's true. I feel like that's the thing. Like Rex Ryan, he was a perfect guy for the New York because New York big market. Yeah. Like fiery people. Rex Ryan was like that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, Face made for the tabloids. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So I mean, I think yeah. But so who are you giving it to? Bills or Jets? Jets. Jets by with- three touchdowns. Wow. Okay. I'm with you though on that one. I mean, three scores. Yeah. Redskins. Bucks. Again, no one cares. Chargers. Raiders. Uh, Chargers. John Gruden, you're really crap in the bed. Yep. Dolphins, Packers, we'll give it to the Packs? Uh, yes. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Now, Russell Wilson, although the Seahawks are 4-4 four and four and it's at the Coliseum with the Rams 8-1, and one, mm-hmm. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a legendary game, like a game even wow. though it's the regular season. One that we'll be talking about for years to come? Exactly. Well, maybe, I don't know, but like Months. as for as long as Russell Wilson and Sierra are still married. <laughs> so maybe. A few weeks? Yeah. Few weeks. <laughs> so I think the Rams, the punch in the mouth to the Saints, you know, I think mm-hmm. that might have them stumbling a little bit. Hot take, Seattle comes in, wins by a last-second field goal. All right. Um, ice cold take, Los Angeles is going to beat them by like four scores. <laughs> okay. Cowboys, Eagles. Now, I think it's worth to mention and I saw that Stephen A. was fired up about it. Oh, Des yeah. Bryant, not on any NFL team. Yep. What was arguably a top three receiver just like two seasons ago. Yep. Not on any team. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, though, even though it's past the trade deadline, can you still sign players? I feel like if he's on the waivers, that's totally – Yeah. Um, that, yeah, they're clear to do that. So, yeah, I, I say that's kind of ridiculous. Although mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much money, money Des is uh, commanding, but, yeah, the fact that he's not in the league – um, I, it, it doesn't totally make sense to me, yeah. but this is going to be a good game. I loved watching that argument, Stephen A. against Michael Irvin. Michael yeah. Irvin was sweating gallons oh, on the first it was. on the first take um, set. It was absolutely disgusting. It really was. Um, but he, I think, he really embodies 
um, the like you know stereotypical stupid Dallas Cowboys fan, just like yeah. you know lifelessly uh, following what you know saying. Yeah, no matter Dak what. Prescott is the um, Prescott, Prescott Prescott whatever is. So does that mean uh, Prescott is really supposed to be pronounced Prescott? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But um, Dak, Dak Prescott is like the second coming of Jesus Christ, and yeah. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott is um, is a choir boy. Never he, did anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. So I I I'd say Stephen A. Uh, won that argument and the Eagles are going to win, and the Cowboys are a crappy franchise. I, I, I agree. I tend to disagree with the whole America's team thing. I think mm-hmm. that's awful. I think that's just uh, them good old boys up at the top just trying to side with one of their own, Jerry Jones. Yep. And uh, that's why they call it America's team. I guarantee you uh, people down in Atlanta don't think the Cowboys are America's team. Oh, yeah. And the people up in New York don't, so I think that's awful. But uh, – who are you giving it to though? The Eagles, four and four at home. Yeah. Okay. I, Carson Wentz just hasn't looked like himself. Nick Foles comes in, throws four TDs, no interceptions, really? and gives them a one-score win against the. Do Cowboys. you think the Eagles will make the playoffs this year? No. Four and four. They yeah. They're not making the playoffs this year, but um, they are going to realize that they should trade Carson Wentz uh, for some better defend, better defensive um, assets. And uh, just try to ball out with Nick Foles. Try to once. ball out with Nick Foles one time for the one time. Fair enough. All right, last game to predict: Giants, 49ers. This, both is, this awful is just teams. a dumpster fire. It is this, a dumpster these fire. are two dumpsters being thrown at each other mm-hmm. while ablaze. And I say uh, the only one coming out on top is the Giants. Saquon Barkley is yeah. going to drop two TDs. Eli Manning is going to drop one. And that's all they yeah, need. Yeah, literally, Saquon is such a G. Yeah, like, a rookie of the year. Oh, for sure. Easy, hands down. No one even comes. Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, which is kind of weird considering how bad their team is. But, yeah, Saquon mm-hmm. is a stud. I hope he gets out of New York because they're. I don't think they're going to be good I think for, he'll – I think he, like, I want to know. Like, I'm pretty sure he's on pace for a 1,000-yard season. Really? Like, yeah. he's literally just literally shredding – Literally shredding. I mean, halfway through the season, he's got 519 yards. Yeah, so he is definitely on pace. I mean, five touchdowns, 111. Like, 519 yards on 11, uh, like 111 carries. Mm-hmm. So, roughly five yards a carry. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It, that, that's wild to me. Like, a rookie. Because everyone said Saquon was going to be good. He's going to mm-hmm. be rookie of the year. But this is actually, like... I, I don't think people talk about it as much because of how bad of a season that uh, the Giants are having. But yeah, that's that's outstanding. Yeah, I mean to just come in like and just like I don't think people realize how hard it is to literally come from the co- college level where you know you're playing guys, but you know they're big. But like, if you ever seen a college player and an NFL player, it's night and day mm-hmm. how big these guys are. So Saquon's literally coming in and like. They're NFL veterans who will never, who, who like dream of thousand yard seasons or mm-hmm. have gotten close, like nine hundred, like four. Mm-hmm. Saquon's literally probably going to do it in his rookie and like continue to do it for the next six, seven years. That's wild. I, it's crazy. <clears throat> do you, do you think Eli Manning is majority responsibility for their bad season? Because they have Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. they have Saquon Barkley. They honestly don't. Their defense hasn't been performing, but they got they got assets on yeah. the on the defensive side that I I feel like point towards. Like away from like that kind of where else like Eli Manning. I know yeah. he's not the worst quarterback ever, but I do, would you put it on him? My, that's the thing. I'm I'm you know I'm a Manning guy. Love Peyton. Mm-hmm. Have respect for Eli, and it's hard for me to say that it is. But here's how I'll answer it: If you put like a like if you put like Andy Dalton, like not a not a crazy elite quarterback, but like mm-hmm. like still young enough, mm-hmm. would you say the Giants would be in the same spot? I 
I I don't I yeah no no <laughs> not with Andy Dalton exactly or like, you know, I, I, someone like that just like yeah, a, like yeah like a mid tier not even an elite quarterback just like a mid tier yeah I I'd say they have a better record than they do now. so that's how I'll let you have okay. that for that all right yeah you don't you don't have to say it explicitly I understand all right um yeah we are running short on time well here. let's let's run it up to the six minute mark I mean we. We yeah, we can run it up to this. Yeah, we did get finesse a little, so we shall uh, pass on the finessing. Um, but let's uh, dive into NBA a little bit. Um, the Lakers are an absolute uh, in in a debacle yeah. um, right now. With uh, you know, Magic Johnson was quoted um, saying that uh, something along the lines of Luke Walton's job could be in jeopardy already. Um, LeBron, I think they got. I, I, at one point, I, there was a big highlight with um, Siakam off of uh, my very own Toronto Raptors, who are 9-1. and one. Um, They were blasting the Lakers away. I think the score when he, he dunked on LeBron was like 69-30 to 30 or yeah. something. It's amazing, though, how little LeBron—I feel like LeBron should be freaking out more. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like whenever it gets bad, LeBron is very vocal. So the fact that he's not panicking— makes me feel better even though i'm not a lakers fan like yeah if i was I'd about be like, their situation exactly if mm-hmm. lebron is in stress like i don't see why like anyone else should be yeah yeah that's very that's understandable but yeah it's just kind of worrisome that there's already drama in the beginning of the season of what yeah. you know people thought would be um like a, a potential lakers championship um year and stuff like that and you know um um, it was Luke Walton that had had the historical season that when yeah. he was coaching majority of the time for the Warriors, correct? I, yeah, and I don't think when Steve Kerr had back, I don't think Luke yeah. Walton's the problem. Like, I think if you fire him, it's not going to make a difference. And I mm-hmm. would hope Magic Johnson, for being around the league as much as he is, mm-hmm. would know that. Like, yeah. you know, you can tell when a coach is the issue. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I think I'm, I'm hoping the magic kind of like sticks through, like has some patience and exercises maybe a lesser to a lesser extent the process, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the 76ers never fired Brett Brown because they knew he wasn't his fault. Yeah. Like they knew it was just not the right pieces. Mm-hmm. And even though Luke Wallen has LeBron, just mm-hmm. because you put LeBron James on a team, I think it goes to show it's not easy. Yeah. And so Luke Wallen's a great coach. I think I'm hoping magic, yeah, you see it through. Do I have some U of A bias? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, just a whole. Weather the storm. Hold, hold your horses. All right, um, moving kind of quickly through this NBA stuff. The Miami Heat, I don't know if you remember the very popular Miami Heat Vice oh, City love it. Um, uniforms of last year. They were white, this beautiful pink or and um, yeah, fluorescent blue, colors. Fluorescent blue um, cursive. They, they're coming back. You know, they kind of rotate Woo! those city yeah. uniforms. are coming back with a new edition of the oh, Vice yeah. Knights. So oh, now, yeah. now I got it up so you can look. Let's get a live, oh, live those reaction are, those from are, Eric Those are clean. Those are nice. All right. Do you like these better than the white versions? No. No, you like the white versions? I like the white versions. I, I think I'd have to agree, but these are still clean. Yeah, those are very nice. Yeah, if any of our listeners want to go out there and look up the new uh, Miami Heat Vice Knights City Edition mm-hmm. uniforms, uh, very clean. Well, rate, rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. One to ten, if like the Bulls pinstripes are a ten, hmm. and that those are just like iconic. I'm, I I feel like this is more of like a you know okay. stylish. Okay, all right, fine. So if like let's like if see. Jordan wasn't on that Bulls team, those wouldn't have been. You okay, know. well then here like okay then a stylish jersey then um, the Magic pinstripes I feel like aren't sure I mean. yeah those so are so that's actually. a ten and like the booty cheeks zero or one. <laughs> Would be like the like the like Tim Hardaway white um, Warriors ones with just the boring yeah, Warriors. Yeah, right that now. one's pretty bad. Or like even yeah, honestly, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but just I like would say 
Yeah, or like when the NBA did those dumb like sleeve oh, yeah. t-shirt ones, yeah. those were bad. Um, I would say this is like an eight. It's okay. pretty solid. Yeah, I, I'd give them the eight point three. Like, let me put this in perspective how much I like these jerseys. I was at Plato's Closet, and there was a Hassan Whiteside. Don't like Hassan Whiteside. Not a really big Miami Heat fan, but it was the white Miami Vice really? ones. And, like, it was a double X. It was a little big on me. Why didn't you tell me? Well, because, I don't know, I was dumb. Yeah. So I actually I, probably wouldn't have bought it. It was probably expensive, huh? It was, like, 45 Yeah, I wouldn't have bought that, actually. Um, but, like, I almost considered buying it. Uh, and this was actually in high school. This was, like, senior year of high oh, school. Oh, jeez. So it was a while. But, like, I almost considered buying it. That's how much I like, I like those yeah. jerseys. Yeah, very nice jerseys. Um, yeah. Yeah, we only got, like, a minute left. Yeah. I just want to – we'll run through um, – no, we'll, we won't run through that. We have five time. minutes left. All right, sure. We'll we'll run through MLB Gold Glove winners. Oh, for, let's talk. Um, well, before I we know. get to that, I just want to have one oh. shout out. Devin Booker iced the game really? uh, for the Suns against the Grizzlies last night. Johnny Prigaki was keeping me in with all the Snapchat oh, updates. Yeah. Devin Booker, I mean, people were like, the next Kobe, he said that, oh, but like, low-key, you low know, low-key can start seeing it. But yeah. anyways, hot take, Devin Booker and uh, DeAndre Ayton, next Shaq and Kobe, that's all I got to say. Hot take. All right, so the 2018 Gold Glove winners of the MLB season uh, from the American League were announced. I don't think National League were announced yet. Uh, but Dallas Keuchel from the, on the mound. Yeah. Uh, he's a four-time winner now. Uh, Salvador Perez behind the plate. Um, that, he's a five-time winner now. Is he playing Bowl. for the Royals? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kansas City Royals. Matt Olson from the Oakland Athletics. This is his first win on first base. Um, Ian Kinsler, Tucson native. Shout Heck out yeah, to Canyon CEO. Del. Yeah, Canyon Del Oro High School. Shout out to Matt Grover. Uh, this is a second-time winning at second base. Um, you know, finishing the season with the Red Sox there. Uh, second athletic, um, also a first-time winner. Matt Chapman won off third base, the hot corner, uh, held it down there. Andrelton Simmons uh, definitely could have uh, bet your life savings that he'd win that one. Four-time winner at shortstop. Alex Gordon also could have bet more than your life savings out in left field. He's a six-time winner. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Mm. at center field, first time um, winning that, and then Mookie Betts. I can tell you that's not going to be his last time, though, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, he's a stud he, out like, there. The ball doesn't touch the ground. Yeah, Mookie Betts out at right field, the Boston uh, teammates. So this is Mookie Betts' third win. I feel um, like, though, it kind of... Like, you know, it, it's once you win one gold glove, I feel like they kind of just keep coming. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, like, I understand it for outfielders, but, like, a catcher having a goal, like, I don't know. What does the catcher do Yeah, for and, the you know, Dallas Keuchel, yeah, like a pitcher, pitcher like, getting yeah. four, four times. It's his fourth Like, win. I don't get, like, you stop one ball a season. Yeah. Like, like, you know, outfielders, I get it. Shortstops, I really, like, I think yeah. it's very prestigious where, like, shortstop third base but like especially first base like mm -hmm. you literally sit th like yeah first base is uh, as we learned in Moneyball when, when he asked is um, Chris Pratt Chris, yeah, fat Chris, Chris Pratt fat Chris Pratt asked hey how uh, first base is easy right he said no it's not it took him a lot of practice um, but yeah we wanted to uh, just get that down I think it's just out of sake of tradition too because you know yeah. old, old time he used to be a little bit more of that but yeah we only have a few minutes left on this day in sports history November 5th uh, 2018. Uh, yeah, we have an interesting fact. In 1940, Walter Johnson, um, who had won 416 games for the Washington Senators, ironically lost a congressional um, race in Maryland. And I wanted to use that fact of on this day in sports history because you better remember to vote tomorrow uh, because it's November 6th and, um, you know, it is uh, your civic responsibility to do so. I want to speak any truths about voting, Eric? Uh, I already turned in my ballot. I don't know. I mean... 
You, let's not talk about this. We're a sports show, not a... Uh, well, I don't know. I just want to give a little public service announcement to, yeah, go, no, to go vote. Go vote. Go vote, honestly. Yeah, don't, yeah. Let an, don't let anyone influence you. I feel like a lot of the times people who are telling you to go vote, they only want you to vote if you're voting for the people they want you to. Yeah. Go vote and make your own decisions heard. Yeah. So, yeah, good, I could, good I, Yeah, I could not agree more. So, yeah, that that's what happened. 1940, or wait, November 5th, 1940, Walter Johnson uh, lost a congressional race in Maryland. Uh, but, yeah, currently 5.58 p.m. Um, Want to close this out, Eric? Uh, stay frosty, Wildcats. We got a nice bye week coming up. We'll go to some basketball games and uh, stay real cool. We got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. So finish strong, and we're almost there, Wildcats. We'll catch you next week on Brilliant Eric's Super Sports Show, 1570 AM, Cam Student Radios.